I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. Courtney, it's Thursday. We're back. We're doing the Empire finale, and boy, do we got lots to talk about on this oh, one. Oh, yes. What did you think of it? I think in spite of everything, I think they did a good job of piecing the last two episodes, like 18, 19, they sliced together at the end, I was reading. Yeah. To try to make some sort of finale, but ultimately, it's just a smack in the face by saying, yeah, we don't give a shit to all those people, and like all the money they've made, like you were saying, off the recordings and stuff, it's kind of just like don't be a piece of shit and give us like an actual ending. Yeah, it's hard because I um, I personally didn't have a problem with it. I'm like, oh, like this was fine to me. But then I went back and I'm trying to like gauge fan reactions. And I think they're really upset because something you and I didn't see. There's a flash forward at some point and Lucius gets shot and Cookie, like her car gets blown up. So the finale obviously couldn't tie up those loose ends. They would have been had they, you know, that means absolutely nothing to us. But to people in the flat who saw those flash forwards, they're like, well, what happens with that? So maybe that's why I didn't really mind it. There was a couple things that I was reading. It's they were supposed to both die. And then one of the kids was supposed to die, too, because in the teaser episode, they like on the teasers for like, oh, next time on Empire. There was like Lucius standing over. It was like, why do I, would I have to bury one of my sons or something like that? And um, yeah, so it was just someone was saying they were over a coffin. A father shouldn't have to bury his own child. And none of that was in the show. Right. Well, it would have been because I've read a lot about the creators. I mean, well, first of all, they had to do a pivot twice in the series because they had to rewrite the scripts and some story arcs. Once the first incident happened with Jesse Smollett off screen, and then when COVID-19 hit. So what we're talking about right now is COVID-19. COVID-19 has come in, halted production. They're partway through shooting episode 19. Basically, that hits. They had to halt the production, and now everyone had to go home, and they really just couldn't make it work to finish the last two episodes. So that, from what everything I've read, they would have tied up all of that. And they didn't, they, I did read that they weren't sure if both of them are going to die, one of them or either of them are going to mm-hmm. die. Well, it's easy to say in retrospect. Right. Well, they do say that they would like to, at some point, put out with what's the real finale, but who knows? Just release a script, like I said. At least give people something. I agree. Put a little synopsis out there and call it a day. Yeah. So I understand that they like had a bunch of stuff to deal with, but at the same time, it's like, you're Fox. You have a ton of money. Don't do this. So we were talking the other day, why Fox, why do we don't watch Fox shows? You want to know what? There are a lot of Fox shows that I've tried and I've actually liked and they've canceled. So you want to know what? Fuck you, Fox. (laughs) Because Terra Nova was like a great show. It was a great premise, great cast, and they fucked us. And I was just thinking the other day, I'm just like spewing like all this stuff that Fox has fucked up in the past. And it is a ton. I guess like. The only shows I can remember watching on Fox were Married with Children and Glee because I don't think I watch, like, I just don't think I watch it for some reason. I must be, I think, like, ABC and NBC are, like, my top two. I'll do, like, a CBS every now and then. And then Fox is, like, a lower, like, way fourth place. So this is, the, this is their lineup right now. They got The Simpsons, which is great. Right. Well, that's a classic. Mass Singer. You write for the Mass. Oh, yeah. The Mass Singer. Yeah. 
but like whatever i could give two shits about it prodigal son which is actually a good family guy which is great yeah 911, which i was into and then fell off the resident stupid ultimate mm. tag stupid what? duncanville stupid master chef stupid what? deputy already canceled boss burgers i love it last man standing stupid what? outmatch stupid no i like outmatch I, do, I forgot that was on Fox. Stupid. Like stupid, stupid. <laughs> 911 Lone Star. I love Rob Lowe. Haven't watched it yet. Probably stupid. <laughs> Almost family. Stupid. 24 hours of hell and back kitchen. Stupid. Mental samurai. Stupid. Labor of love. Stupid. The Moody's Christmas. Stupid. <laughs> Skip and Shannon. Stupid. Flirty dancing. Stupid. Spin the wheel. Flirty stupid. Celebrity wash party. Stupid. <laughs> Beat Shazam. Stupid. Speak for yourself. Stupid. Bless the hearts. Stupid. <laughs> I did not mean to get this wild up. I did not even take notes on this. I was just sitting here thinking about it. I think that cartoons are probably their best thing. Well, Mass Singer, you're right. I do watch that. I write about it. Um, Glee is a, another type musical. Family Guy, Simpsons, obviously, but they're cartoons. So I guess like the only scripted things I ever really watched on there were stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. I'm getting us back on track before I flip out. We got some new characters to get introduced in the empire. We got Vivica A. Fox. We got uh, the artist Mario and David Banner, who I loved growing up. Um, We have Damon, who is um, Lucius's enemy. We find out Uh, he's played by uh, Wood Harris. He's in Remember the Titans. Titans. I know. Also from Remember the Titans is Nicole Ari Parker, who plays Giselle. She was Coach Boone's wife. Oh, she um they had her hair real blonde in this. I got I didn't recognize Yeah, okay. yeah. You could not you wouldn't be able to pick it out if you didn't look at it because I didn't. I was like, ooh, who's this? Yeah. Nope. I already seen her before. I know who that is. Okay. She does not look good. No. You wanna know what? I'm gonna stay fired up. Let's go. Joe's into it. We initially see Lucius. He appears to be totally fine. His body has not deteriorated you want to know why (laughs) i was reading a bustle article i quote i've never expected the show to diagnose lucius lion with als and then take it back in the finale by simply stating that he was misdiagnosed and actually has mesothena gravis gravis a chronic yet in the doctor empire's world's treatable illness isn't that bs i had i wrote three bullets about this because i was like man he's not really like I mean, I wrote, he's like doing surprisingly well for this being season six. And then I had to go back and look. So yeah, I guess MG causes your muscles to weaken, but I'm really disappointed in this because I thought they gave him like a neurodegenerative disease for a purpose so that it would like change him into a better person. He could like start making amends. Maybe like it would bring awareness to the illness and show how like it affects people. And then they're just like, and he like always sees himself as a god from like the what I've picked up, you know, in reading about this a little bit. So it was supposed to kind of like take away that mentality a little bit. And then they didn't even like take it seriously. They're just like oh, stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. That's just gonna be my new catchphrase on this whole show, and it just came so naturally. <gasps> I was always thinking to myself, like, what's Joe's catchphrase gonna be? Like, what are things that I say that no one else says? And it's like, this doesn't blow my balls off. But I can't use that every episode. <laughs> like, you love when I ever say it. Whenever I say that, I you know. text me. It's going to be stupid. It's just going to be yeah. it's just stupid. That's so, that's, that, you know what that is? Cowardness. Yeah, it is. They didn't want to follow through on something. That's my take on it. Yeah. They're afraid to deal with any backlash that comes along with it. That's a 
coward's way out. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I was like, oh, man, that was one of the most intriguing things about the beginning was what he was diagnosed with. And now we're just like, JK. And then I was like, oh, did the MG cause like that prosthetic leg? And it's like, I Googled that, too. And it's like, no, he got, you know, that was that came off another way. I was like, yeah, how the fuck does like he have any illness? What's the point? Yeah, I, I, was, I thought it was stupid. I was like, is that why his leg came off? Like, yeah, no, no. Should we talk about the Jesse Smollett thing? Yeah, go ahead. Go. All right. It's Fucking ruin a perfect character. Seriously, such a good character who I thought, and I watched an um, interview with Terrence Howard. He also thought, like, that kid was the heart of the show. And then you got to go get do something stupid. So it's kind of a confusing tale, but I'm just going to hit you with, like, the bullets of it. Um, yeah, like, everyone's heard it, but let's just... For if you've lived underneath an absolute rock, let's hit you. Yeah, up. like here's the details, right? This isn't even that long ago. January 22nd, 2019, the first thing happens, which is a threatening letter is sent to the Chicago studio where they shoot Empire. And it showed a stick figure ha- stick figure hanging from a tree with like a gun pointed at it. And it said, Smollett Jesse, you will die. Okay. Seven days later pass and he goes and um, files a police report that said he was physically attacked by two men. He claimed that he was beat up, had chemicals poured on him, a a rope tied around his neck. And then they were yelling like racial and homophobic slurs at him. Then, so of course, like the investigation gets underway um, right the next day after he's attacked, the police find surveillance video and they discover like two persons of interest. And so the next few days, everyone's investigating. He's, Smollett himself's coming out with statements. And then, of course, everyone's showing an outpouring of support, taking to social media, entertainment industry, saying things, politicians are making comments, you know, everything. All this time, un- unbeknownst to the public, the Chicago PD are doing their investigation and they raid the home of the two persons of interest, both of whom had actually worked as extras on Empire. And they find records indicating that Smollett had paid them $3,500 to stage an attack. Um, so they're interrogating the guys and they tell him that Smollett didn't get enough attention from the threatening letter that was sent first. Like he thought maybe that was going to spark something. And so he worked with them to set up basically a fake hate crime. I don't know. There's conflicting reports, but some are saying like he was dissatisfied with the salary. Some are saying like they, he thought he was going to be written off of empire, which I doubt it, but nothing's going to get you written out faster than like causing a fucking scandal and filing false police reports. And so I know he was indicted and at one point facing felony charges. I'm not sure if they've been dropped or not, but he was most definitely yeah, they dropped. Were dropped. I, I looked it up. Yeah. yeah, they're dropped. Why do you do shit like that? There's enough stuff going on, as we know, that's going on right now. So that where people are actually, that's just stupid. Like, they're just ignorant. I I hate that. I hate it. You not only ruin, and like, even I'm watching this Terrence Howard interview, and you could tell the man's like heartbroken because I think he's still like, he goes, well, he played my son. He goes, and now he's not there. And now we're not supposed to talk about him on the show. And it's like, well, that's not okay. Like, you know, it's, it's a Yeah, and they was, they, also did a coward's way out of writing him off. They like apparently just said it in dialogue that he ran off to London yeah. and just never acknowledged him again. Yeah, they're like, oh, him and his husband moved to London like to escape the drama. And even, you know, in the end, we'll talk about the flashbacks they show. They wouldn't even show that actor. They showed the flashbacks with the child actor that played Jamal. Yep. I noticed that. Whatever. Yeah, really, whatever. So, yeah, poor Empire. Between that and the COVID-19, they got a rough run of it. And if you're a long-term fan, I can imagine just sitting home being like, what the fuck's going on? Let's get back to the story. Okay. 
we got this funkadelic dream going on cookies mine Foxy brown <laughs> yeah <laughs> shaft <laughs> oh my gosh well it's actually what we find out it's her alter ego um when she's talking to her therapist is like this woman who's empowered comes in kicks everyone's butt can take care of everything but on the on the other side in real life she puts that persona on to kind of take care of business but she's actually going through a lot of shit understandable um, having been in prison for 17 years, having to deal with, you know, Lucius and the kids and everything going on. And I thought that was re- really cool to unravel her character some. Yeah. She was very vulnerable. Oh, I, I was surprised. I guess I thought Cookie was just a fun name, but her real name's Aretha, which is a badass yeah. name. But um, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that Cookie wasn't a real name. Lucius isn't his real name. I think his real name's like Dwight Walker or something, but he knew like, you know, I'm not going to make it in the biz with a name like Dwight Walker. So he named it Lucius Lyon. So yeah, they all kind of had their own like little flair. Yeah, everyone does that. Next scene, we were trying to figure out Andre's going apparently to become a missionary. Yeah. Um, yeah. But He's he really is persuaded. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was, we thought he was going to be a shithead. Um, and then he like has a coming to Jesus moment and literally um i guess so and decides to um he wants to become a missionary but he's persuaded by hakeem to stay and build a relationship yeah um with his son and and kind of stay and well he was in a facility and i pieced together that he has some kind of mental illness like bipolar or something yeah apparently something happened with his wife leaving him or something i don't know really don't know what happened but... yeah i think that he probably um what i've kind of pieced together is he did some bad things along the way he was kind of that conniving character that we thought he was in the beginning and but i think mostly that was an offshoot of like manic episodes so i'm sure he had some kind of like break and that's why he was at a facility and that's why now you're kind of seeing him more regulated and in showing you know more emotion and just being more of a um, person <laughs> his character really doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter in this whole show no true could have been just between two brothers i agree but then again it would have been just one brother at the end i know we almost don't need andre he could have been, you know, to pin the brothers against each other in the beginning, he could have just been somebody else who worked at Empire. He didn't have to be one of the siblings. He could have just been the CFO. And then yeah. it could have been the outside guy versing the family, which would have made it more interesting. But I guess, like, I actually read something that um, he was the one that was always really smart. Like, I guess at some point they show a flashback of him, and it was before they've all become, like, rich, and he was building a Lego set, and then the cops were coming in, and Lucius hit a gun, and he hit it, like, in a really conspicuous spot. So, um... Andre like grabbed it and hid it under the Legos. Like he was always kind of smart, but he didn't have the musical ability. So the father like never paid as much attention to him. So I guess that's probably an interesting story arc that we just didn't get to experience. Mm-hmm. Lucius and Cookie are going to become board members and seem to fire their rivals. Yeah. And I love the when she says, "You and your nipple confidence, get out of here." Because I <laughs> cracked up out loud. Here she goes. She slaps the table. She goes, "Listen, Linda, like that video, Jersey." <laughs> That viral video. How about how about those puffy sleeves, man? Those were enough to take over any empire on that dress Cookie was wearing. Oh, I love how he looked like a modern prince. Yeah. 20, 2010's yeah. chic prince update. Yeah, so blog. suave. Oh god, I love his outfits. I'd wear the shit out of oh, those. I'm I'm so into it. I wrote in the part when she says about nipple confidence, I go, Cookie is the goat. Like she is. Yeah. I love it when you just lays in the people. It's the best. 
and it then cuts to Becky, I guess now having a bigger role. Yeah. Um, helping run a performance of Bossy Fest, which is kind of the main thing that's coming around this whole episode is they're putting on this music festival. And I love that, you know, Becky has worked her way up because obviously she knew what she was doing. She has it all together. It was nice to just put a little bit of love for her in that one, too. Yeah, it's always nice when the assistant isn't the assistant for six seasons. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice yeah. when they get a little bit of play. Did you see um, <laughs> when we see Lucius in the next scene? It's like a button up under a button up under a blazer. <laughs> it's like He must be sweating oh, yeah. to get clothes. <laughs> we then see... Um, really touching scene where lucius tells cookie that he wrote a song based off all the letters that he never sent her when he was in prison he said that the letters would probably weaken her and he needed to her to be strong Um, he then admits he didn't build the empire on his own he did it so it wouldn't fail her after being in prison and would all, all her hard work and all her sacrifice that she went to jail for would be in vain right um he was always so that's trying a, to toughen people up was his thing he was always trying to make everybody tougher that's why him and jamal always butted heads mm-hmm. but he did that nice thing where he looped back to the pilot and he's recalling you know when she first came back and, and what she's saying to him about helping build the empire so i like that moment to him in his mindset and the way people work with him it made sense i guess he just never shows that side i, I could tell that that was like a big moment in in the series and the show yeah. where he finally like breaks down opens up a little bit and you hear you know someone who's a little softer someone who's vulnerable uh rather than you know the king of the empire or like the main lion you know because lions themselves because in the song at the end they compare themselves to real lions yeah female lions do all the hunting okay male lions don't okay i got this kind of like feeling like that's them they're like actual lions that was the character arc that i wanted for him i wanted him to be on a road to redemption i wanted him to show some emotion he's so gruff in the beginning of it you know i dug him i dug him as a character but it's also like god i really want him to come around because even saying like he didn't want his one kid and stuff it's like show another side to him so i'm glad that there was more like lovey type storylines worked into this last episode i enjoyed that part of it yeah I do too. Uh, our next scene is Hakeem is married. There's an interview yeah. with him and his wife. And I don't get it. They just like, kind of breeze over it. They say something to it, which obviously doesn't affect us because we didn't have been watching. Right. He knocks over the camera. <laughs> Move on to the performance. But I think that maybe because I was like, God, that was a throwaway scene. Like, I didn't need that. They could have just sang together and said, this is him and his wife. But I'm thinking maybe it was supposed to show that even the kids have started to form more genuine relationships. Because if we think back to Hakeem in the pilot episode, he was such a little shit, you know, he was spoiled, he entitled. Yeah. He was, he was selfish in, in that first episode. So this was kind of him putting someone else before him. Yeah. And by the way, when they sang, I love that song. It reminded me so much of, the hip hop I liked when I was in high school, which was like the Ashanti Ja Rule type music. Cause I liked mm-hmm. what was good about when they did bossy fast and they were doing like little music clips. They were showing like four or five different types of music, which I, which I was into. I loved his jacket. Hakeem's jacket during <laughs> that with the wings on it. That was so fresh. Yeah. We then come to a scene where uh, Yana, who is Lucius's love interest now sings the song that was written for cookie and you can see oh. Lucius kind of singing it to Cookie from yeah. the other side of the stage. I know. I was like, 
I'm like, oh, he needs to be with Cookie. And then he started singing to her. And, it, and th- honestly, the episode could have ended right there. I would have loved if they just ran backstage and like smooched at the end right after that. Like that was all I needed. I, I was in that. I was also into that man cape that he was wearing in that scene. With, like, it was a blazer, but also oh, a cape. Oh, I love his outfits. Oh, I can't God. get enough of it. This is, is one of the best dressed like series I've seen, especially modern right. series. This is like yeah. one of the best. Like they're outlandish, but they fit their character so well. And I love it. You know, props to them. But during this, Yana realizes that Lucius is hard. It will always be with Cookie. Right. Um, and the pair, they have an amicable breakup. And is that her father? The one from Remember yeah, the Titans? Yeah, Yana's father, Damon, sees the the hug and the kiss on the forehead. Yeah. And sees it as a sign that like Lucius has been lying to him sleeping with his daughter yeah so then he pulls the gun out and shoots and apparently according to usa today that was the cliffhanger at the end of episode 18 so you gotta think right after that episode 19 starts okay makes a little more sense now because i was like why did this happen right in the middle of the episode okay that makes way more sense which by the way was pretty shocking i don't know if other people who had been watching it saw that coming but my eyeballs were like two raviolis i was like this is crazy <laughs> and then I, I was like wait is this it is this the end of the episode yeah. is this the end of the series yeah i would have been like i don't get it but um it would have been like um sopranos Yeet. the father ends up shooting yana and killing her following the shooting lucius tries to cancel the premiere of akeem's movie because he's like worried about like safety and stuff like that he puts yeah. guards at their house but the lions won't let him cancel it. So Lucius takes, you know, first action. He breaks into Damon's home, and that's where they fight. Yeah, that fight. Okay, <laughs> a couple questions about that particular scene. There's a couple men dead on the floor already. Does that mean he got to his bodyguards first? I mean, they kind of. I guess they're because they were piecing it together. They skimmed over a couple things. Yeah, they probably they haven't filmed that scene. Yeah, okay. Because this is all, you got to remember, this is all the shit that they've filmed clips here and there of. They haven't filmed the whole thing yet. Yeah. So I assume that, you know, he killed the bodyguards. And my favorite part is when he turns his back, shuts off the light, and then punches them in the same hand. (laughs) Yeah, I like that too. You know what I didn't like about this part, though? Because it's going back and forth between him fighting and then Cookie reading his letter. But the music wasn't fitting to me. It was like foreboding, like church-like music. It was... I almost wanted it to be a little more, not romantic music, but a little more sentimental because I thought that's what they were driving for in that scene. Like she was realizing like this, you know, this could be the end and I haven't said how I felt, but the music wasn't fitting with it. Yeah, it was strange. But just as Lucius is about to die, he takes off his fake leg and uses it to kill Damon. I go, Lucius hit him with the prosthetic leg. Of course, you and I had no idea that he had a prosthetic leg until that point. Like, how did he lose his leg? Um, I believe he was like shot or something. You know, some kind of drama happened with it. It wasn't like an illness type thing. Oh, okay. I go, Lucy's just going to get in a death match and then quick throw on a suit and a bandaid and head on down to that party. Yeah. Well, the speaking of changing, um, you have Cookie who reads a letter and throws on a jumpsuit and then decides <laughs> to come over. I was like, oh, good thing you changed to come over before you start. She put on the velour suit so she could save him. That yeah. was she need to fight anyone. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been cool if she showed up as the other, like, the woman in her, oh, yeah. her dream, like, pull the 70s out. That would have oh been cool. Oh, my gosh. Hakeem does that great song where he literally goes through everything that made their family a family, what was unique about each of the brothers, their mom, their dad. Like Very true. Yeah, they're going through. And I really liked that because I thought that was kind of 
to me what that kind of showed was um that the lions were bigger than empire because mm-hmm. uh, i think the whole time i think you know what i can estimate through the whole series is like empire is always the number one priority number one priority but in the end it was really family was the number one priority and i went back to that great point you made in the pilot where you're like you know before they were rich and famous family was everything to them they ate dinner together they had extended family over so i think that kind of almost brought it full circle back to who they originally were and like their heart and in the song as i referred to earlier he refers to himself as like actual lions and analogies and, and certain things in that to show how far they've come and to get to know the people themselves rather than just the empire label that everyone's probably used to right and even you know even focusing on cookie's real name in this episode i think was also supposed to be part of that you'd built a persona for so long but who really are you at your core and what makes what makes you interesting in this show is who you really are yeah i think it was big when she was introduced by her full name yeah yeah on the stage it was like a big moment because everyone just refers to as cookie so to learn her full name it would be like I don't know. It'd be like if they did like, oh, Stephanie, Lady Gaga, you know, like if they did like like, Yeah, Lady Gaga decided to come out by her real name. I thought they said in one part too that in the film that they're gonna premiere, the Hakeem played his father. So it was almost like straight out of Compton where because isn't Ice Cube's son play him? Yeah, I was just gonna say straight out of Compton, yeah, where his son played him. That was really cool that they did that because it looked so similar too. No, I think I Um, think that was a good choice. And even having Hakeem play his father in this, you know fictional world here it's nice because i i think that they were so tight you know in the very beginning and he's the one who's going to produce him and everything but i'm sure that caused a lot of friction along the way and even him being married like he's only probably what 21 years old you know what i mean i'm sure that caused friction so for him to be playing his father in the end it really does like show that the family is a unit so yeah what did you think overall of this finale I had wrote at the end that I thought it was a good way to end it because I because a few times they showed flashbacks a lot. Like when when Lucius was singing to Cookie backstage, they're showing the flashbacks of like long before we had seen them, you know, when they first met as kids and they're the young years of being married and having children of their own. And then they were showing the flashbacks to the end when they're highlighting each person in the family. I loved all that. I, I love a little emotional tone. And I thought this was a good way to end it because it ended on a happy note. Now, when I go back and do some research, I realize why people, of course, are going to be irritated by it because you had that flash forward stuff that has never now been resolved. I appreciate that they at least tried to, because if you had just ended it where you said episode 18 would originally ended where it was just like the shooting and then you don't know who died. I still think that would have kind of been a cool ending, but um, as a long-term fan, it wouldn't have meant anything to you because you know you see them in a flash forward so at least in this way it's like they're all together at the end and i appreciate that creators of the show at least piece some things together as best that they could i mean they really they they gave it the best try yeah i thought they like give them credit they tied it up the best they could under the covid circumstances however i don't think they took the necessary steps in order for the other challenges that they faced in the show yeah like just based solely on the finale you're supposed to have three episodes now you only have one and a quarter and you have to cut some scenes that you might have filmed that you really liked and that could have added something or some value in order to make the time restraint of airing a normal episode 
I also think that flashback or dream sequence, we'll call it, um, like the Foxy Brown sequence that Cookie has, that kind of went on a few minutes. And I was like, well, why didn't they cut that shorter? But maybe there wasn't other scenes shot. So it did have to kind of be a filler in a way. Because I was like, oh, I mean, it was funny and it was cool. But I was like, we didn't need it. She could have just been talking to the therapist. But yeah, I guess it's like maybe they just simply did not have the footage. Or maybe they had, you know, filmed like one of them dying, like a car exploding, like you said. Yeah. But didn't film her like walking to get into the car. So you wouldn't have known it was her car. Right. It could have been like anything. I will say that in the end, though, or not in the end, but in the part when Lucius is singing to her, I did get a chill and I almost like shed a tear. And I mean, we haven't really gotten to know them super well by only watching two episodes. So I liked I always liked their connection, even from the beginning, because I think they always had like this utmost respect for each other. I'm I'm sad that we didn't find out more about what transpired between the two. Like, like for him to divorce her, mm-hmm. but you know, what are you going to do? I think they're, they're two phenomenal actors. And yeah. I think that that shows that they can play and kind of encapsulate the two of us only watching two episodes. Like you can tell, you know, these two characters cared for each other. These two characters, you know, went through a lot together. It, they're like oil and water. You know right. what I mean? They don't mix. They're both like crazy unhinged people, <laughs> but together they're like sane. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally do. I I really thought they both did really well showing a vulnerability and an emotion that we hadn't seen in the pilot. Like in the pilot, she's a kick-ass mama. He's like, you know, all business all the time. And I really thought even just on their faces, they really had moved on to where they're now like a complete character. And it would be nice to see how they would have, let's just say the characters didn't die. Right. How they ended it between the two. Yeah. Because like we get the sense that they might have gotten back together, but we don't know. What made me curious about this was that that song that Hakeem does at the end seems so complete. For this not to be the original intended ending just seemed like a really complete thing. But I guess maybe it's one of those things where, you know, some shows will do that thing where right before the series finale, that show before, they'll wrap a lot of things up. And then the last one's dedicated to like what happens next. Well, they had the set. They had the crowd they had the extras they probably just filmed all the singing scenes all at once oh that's true too because of the production value of those yeah they did well with what they had we haven't watched more of the show obviously who would you want either one of them to die would you want them both to die like what would you want to be the ending lucius to die because there's multiple male heirs there's only one cookie and she is the badass woman of the show you know what i mean you can't replace her who would you see want to see die? Um, not Cookie. And I don't really want Lucius to die either. I did, as I talked about a little bit in the pilot, I was more interested to see him not dying from an illness. That sounds terrible. But you know what I mean? Like, I thought that illness was going to make him kind of come full circle. And in his final days, he hands it over to Cookie. That's what I would have liked to see happen. Him dying by by somebody shooting him, I'm not interested in seeing. I'm more interested in them being together in the end and running the Empire together. Definitely. Yeah, no, I was just saying, I don't, I didn't like generally speak of the manner in which he dies. I would have liked to have seen them carry out a storyline that they had planted. That would have been like an absolute huge TV moment if you had a deathbed scene where he handed stuff over. You know what I mean? I agree with that. I agree. I, could, I think it could have been really strong because you don't see that a lot anymore, right? You expect, you expect a character to get shot. You expect, uh, you know, 
a relationship to break up. You don't expect this long-term illness that has been set from day one to play out and play out through an entire series. It's unexpected and and it's an interesting choice and it's it's too bad that we didn't get to see it. I would probably recommend the show. Yeah. I think it's different. I think it's great. You have great, diverse cast, tremendous acting in it. Yes. It's different than anything else that's on TV right now or has been, I think, in the last decade or so. And it could probably do a lot for the community um, the African-American community in the wake of the things that are going on now. And I think, you know, certain lending certain voices to certain people when you take away shows like that really leaves a void. And it's so entertaining, right? Like even if you remove some of the melodrama, which this series seemed to really focus on, the music behind it is entertaining. Like, yes. Very entertaining. I like the music. I probably might listen to the the soundtrack. I haven't yet because I haven't really done haven't listened to music since we last recorded yeah right um but you know i um yeah i would definitely check it out because there's probably gonna be some songs in there that i'll probably like a lot As, yeah. especially because they had people in here like david banner and you know musicians i love and loved in the past um and even new people that you know, sometimes you just you might have a single or something like that that might stick with you. So I definitely check it out. Yeah. And it was well produced music because, like I said, even in the end, when they're doing Bossy Fest, they're showing you a few different types of genres in hip hop. Like, you know, I think, like I said, when Timbaland was in season one and two, it was it was more futuristic, experimental. You know, now you get a lot of like rhythmic hits. And I did. I enjoyed the duet. I enjoyed that last song that Lucius's girlfriend sang. I thought that was a really nice like ballad. I'm into it. All right. So that was Empire Part 2. Stay tuned. Next Tuesday, we're going old school. We are. Leave us a five-star review on Apple. That would be awesome. I would kiss you on the mouth if I could.